Hello guys and welcome back to Do We Know Them? Episode 23. We are really getting up in those numbers. Look at us. We are. Um, I'm Lily Marston. This is Jesse Smiles. Oh. Hi. Yes. <laughs> we always forget to introduce ourselves. I did. Well, I mean, I feel like I assume, I, I don't know. I always assume that people are like not coming for the first time, but like some people have to start somewhere. I feel like all of our viewers are not subscribed and they just like randomly come on our like I don't know not come on our that's channel. actually not true like, though I, I feel like I looked at the analytics and it's like most people I guess it was most people are, that are subscribed watch but not everyone that well, watches that is yes. yes I'm like that's actually impossible because our views yeah, are more yeah, than yeah, the no, that's, subscribers that's we have um, but I've said before <laughs> that I don't like I personally don't subscribe to a lot of channels because I don't think about it because if I watch it all the time, it just comes up anyway. So why would I, what's the point? I watched like Marky and Adam McIntyre and even Peter Mon like for months before I subscribed to them. I honestly didn't even think twice about it because they would show up on my recommended and I would just watch every video. I guess that's why people do like the whole reminding people to subscribe. So maybe we should do that right now. Hey guys, if no. you're watching and you're not subscribed, please do it right now. But if you don't want to, I it's never, okay. If you, you want to just keep watching, then it's fine. I hate when people do that. So let's pretend that didn't happen. Anyway, so today's video is going to be, or podcast or whatever it is we're doing here. I don't even know how to address what it is we do. I guess it's just, it's a little bit of everything. Long but fever dreams I'm a little bit. That's a great description of this podcast, but I'm a little nervous for today's episode because um, do we know them? I actually do know one of the main people we're talking about today, and that's Nick Akato Avocado. And um, I'm nervous. I, I, I don't know what to do. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of excited because I watched a video on what we're going to talk about. Um, I guess it was last night and I almost texted yeah. you to be like, don't you have some kind of history with Nikocado Avocado? Because I remember, but I feel like I never really got the details. So I'm excited to find out too, you guys. I can't give the full details Spill the tea. because. <laughs> Oh, God. I don't even know where to start. Well, we're talking about him first. I guess we can say why we're even bringing him up today. And if you're not familiar with who Nikocado Avocado is, um, I don't quite really know how to explain him to you. Actually, I was going to say quickly, but really at all. Um, besides <laughs> that, he um, he does uh, mukbangs and um, some other stuff. This is a funny lore of me and Nick Ikado. Um, I was a follower when he was vegan. So this was a very, very, very long time ago. Like when he was an obscure YouTuber, he did do mukbangs, but like he was living in Colombia with his husband, Orlin, and it was very different back then. <laughs> Things were very also, different. Also, though, does it surprise us that Jesse found him when he was an obscure YouTuber mukbanger? Like, no, absolutely, that's who she was watching. You know, I like to... I like to see things people aren't watching. If you guys have ever seen the video on my channel where we react to cringy mukbangs, she really has us look up some gems that she had come across in her. Oh my God, I have to rewatch that video because I have no idea what you're talking it's about. It's so fucking <laughs> funny. But um, yeah, I remember when he went to Thailand with, um, Bri was it Brianna Fruit Jackson? Because that's her name. You're saying thing. This is the first thing I'm right. learning of this right now. <laughs> Basically, I was there from the beginning. And later on, I really don't know how him and I came to know each other. But before we get into that, because that actually... I'm not going to air out everything because I don't want to start drama with him because... 
he's he's him you know like i'm like well and also did we say why we were talking about that's what i'm saying i want to say first like why we're even bringing up nick Akato because i feel like nowadays it's like every other day he's trying to pull something for views and he obviously is playing a character and like you know so here's the thing is he posts so much he did take a break kind of recently and everyone kind of freaked out and was like what happened to him yeah he was fine but um <laughs> i know ethan wanted to get him on h3 and he was like trying to have him pay him to do it and ethan was going to pay him to do it which is crazy but then he ended up like bailing last minute because he like didn't like things ethan was saying about him it was very dramatic it but was. um so then this week i guess i don't what's the guy's name caleb does he have a last name? No, but that's not the name of his channel. <laughs> no, he doesn't have a last name. <laughs> yeah, he probably does have one. <laughs> Assumingly. Let me look up his, because uh, he has like a weirdly named YouTube channel. Oompaville. Hmm? That's his name on YouTube. Oompaville. Like Oompa Loompa? O- yeah, like Oompa Loompa Doobidoo. Ville. Like Whoville. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Not what? sure what's Who's up with that. demo? <laughs> Anyone know the lore? Honestly, though, what kind of YouTuber is he? I'd never heard of him before. Oh, okay. So he has 3.96 million subscribers. So he's a very large YouTuber. An up-and-comer. And he seems to do some type of, I don't know if you would call it commentary, but talking about like, he has one that's called Kids on YouTube are Stupid, LOL. The Try Guys, he did videos on that. Then he reacts to like TikToks. Yeah. Com- I would, comedy commentary. Yeah, I would say so. And then he actually a year ago did a evolution in reverse video on Nikocado that has over 5.1 million views. So this was way before they got together. But anyway, that's why we're here because they- Now he's done like a Shane Dawson documentary basically but not for free apparently he had to pay nikikado a lot of money to convince him to get on his channel and they actually like poke fun at that and he's like paying him like live on camera cash yeah and... but honestly i mean do you know how much did they say did they give a figure um no i saw in one video it was like 1100 bucks in that video in specific like in cash you know what i mean oh, like, yeah no but I, it has to be more than that because i'm like he easily is gonna make that back in adsense can i be honest um i don't know that he got paid at all if I'm being like, that's my well, opinion. Well, I mean, I, I think don't we've think. talked about this before. Like, even celebrities don't get paid to go like on talk shows. So, well, we'll get into more of that. But do we know them? Yes. Let's just talk about that really quick. Yeah, I know the tea. Listen, no, it's really Tell not us. tea. It's stale as hell. But basically, um, I'm not sure how Nick and I actually got to talking. I know I subscribed to him first, and I don't know if I commented on a video or something of that sort. We got to talking and then he was in Florida and I was pregnant with Noah. So that was a long time ago. And he was like, hey, I'm going to be in Miami and I would love to see you. Like, let's film a video together, whatever. This was way before he had like done his antics, of course. Like, I think by that point he had done the thing where he like smashed egg all over his face and like cut his hair and there was hair and egg all over. You know what I'm talking about? That one was iconic. No, um, no I, I'm not familiar. My husband was worried. He's like, you're hanging out with who? This person? Well, because I also, I feel like he was pretty much like in the mukbang community exclusively for a while. And then um, the Trisha thing happened. No, so... The Trisha thing was so late. Like for those of us who were there way, way before, he wasn't even just a mukbanger. That's the thing. It's like, I guess he was... But he wasn't like he was like vlogging and doing a bunch oh, of shit. Oh, because even the reason that he got her attention wasn't he like playing the vi- yes he, play he the violin. plays the violin. He is a like he used to like professionally play when he lived in New York. <laughs> I know way too much about this person. <laughs> um, 
That's embarrassing. So then we got together and literally Nassim was like concerned, like we are hanging out with this person that's like screaming and crying on the internet. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? But I have to say that was when I knew, like the second I met him is when I knew, okay, all of that's bullshit. Like he's completely normal. He's playing it up for the camera. Okay. Which is also interesting because I guess that's why, because uh, jumping ahead a little, that a lot of people, generally most people don't like love Nicaragua Avocado and they're kind of like uh, over his bullshit. But I guess after the series, a lot of people saw him kind of have moments of breaking character and now people kind of like Can I just it. say, we will, yeah, that is jumping ahead a little bit, but his trolling used to be funny to me. And then it became really not funny when you're trolling about domestic abuse and really, really horrible things that like really don't do that. And because I've met him in person, I know he's fucking around like that. None of this is true. And I know that because he used to text me. I think I said this already on, on the podcast, but like he used to text me videos and be like, isn't this hilarious? He was doing one where he like, he was saying that he bought a new house, but it was his Airbnb in LA. Wait, he did that one time and it was a hotel. Like it was very, very Dude, he did a it with, hotel. And I'm like, he trolls so hard that his friends fall for it because I texted him congratulating him on his new house. Of course no, was. no, it wasn't, it wasn't the hotel one. It was like an Airbnb that like legitimately looked like it's a house. So I was like, yeah. oh my God, like what the fuck? That's crazy. And I knew he had been saving up for a house and he's like, oh my God, no, like I'm bullshitting. Like this is not true. And then he started sending me like um, title and thumbnail options like, oh, my God, isn't this so funny about him saying like, I'm so fat that like I broke the house is like essentially what he did. So like he bought the house, but he broke it instead of saying I just live in an Airbnb. This is not my house. He was like, let me troll and do this, which I actually honestly I thought that one was a little funny because I was like, that's so like obviously not true. But um, anyway, so he does things like that. So we met that first time. It went super smooth. I think we filmed for his channel and we didn't film for mine and it was like that was fine but you said that he immediately like was not like you could tell he was he was different lily literally like a completely normal person from the first time i met him in miami to then the second time was did we hang out twice or three times i i can't remember it definitely got progressively i feel like maybe his character started to shift a little bit if i'm being honest like he was so normal in the like when we met in miami like so chill so low-key maybe he was shy i don't know and the second time we met he was fine he was nice um a little bit catty like about other creators kind of like talking about other creators which like could be a normal thing. You know, sometimes you get together with creators, you talk shit about other creators. It happens. Um, but I noticed like a little bit of a, a little bit of a shift. So I don't want to get too in depth about my situation with Nicocado Avocado. So I'm going to give you a quick TLDR. Okay, that's what we're going to do because I don't want any drama. It's going to keep me up at night and I don't like Just it. tell us what happened. So everything was fine. We were friendly. I wouldn't even say we were friends. And the TLDR of the issue that we had was essentially that he reached out to me, said, hey, Jesse, do you know anyone that like could manage me and my brand deals and all that stuff? And honestly, I only knew one person and I trusted them. And I was like, hey, like this person, if you want, I can give you their number. That's how you know that this was way before the thumbnails we've seen today. Oh, no. Can you imagine being like, hello, someone, you should rep this person. They're Actually, I did right have now. to have a conversation with the person that like I was like, 
he's kind of eccentric, <laughs> like, you know, but I was like, but he's, he's like cool character. in real life. Yeah. But um, so everything was going super well. Nick would be like, oh, my God, thank you so much for hooking me up with this person. Like, he's super helpful. And I was like, wonderful. Love that. But I stayed out of it. Had nothing to do with it. And then the person that was his manager wanted Nick to sign a very basic contract because they decided on like a flat rate versus like a percentage of deals. And mind you, this person was answering all his emails. He even gave Nick like a trial run. Like, hey, let's just see how it goes for a couple of weeks, whatever. But he wanted something more solid. So he drew up the contract. And as soon as Nick got that contract, it was downhill from there. And also contracts usually, I know with my manager, we actually don't have one and she doesn't do them because she's like, we'll just work together until it doesn't one make of sense. us doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but um, with contracts, like I'm assuming got presented to Nick, it's not like it was like, I'm your manager for the next 10 years and you have to be my client. It's the contract is about the percentage breakdown of the rates. It has nothing to do with like a longevity. Kind yeah, of I didn't look at it. But from what I was told and from what I understand, it was like literally like a one pager. This is the rate. It was no exclusivity, nothing. Rarely with managers are you going to have like a time period attached to it. No. So it's not like you're like getting locked into this thing that you're going to be stuck with this person. He'd so be it's more screwed signing so up at a gym. Like that would be a more intense yeah, exactly. contract. Like this was literally not an intense contract, but... Those are hard to get out of. He, yeah, they are. Uh, he came back uh, to this person and was like, well, I talked to my parents and like, they don't even know, like, why would I be signing a contract? And it was just downhill. Basically, he ended up ghosting the person that I connected him with, not paying him the money that was owed. It was a disaster. I reached out to try to, like, mend the situation. He has his red receipts on, and he would just read all my texts and, like, not respond. And I literally would send him messages like, hey, Nick, like, I'm not really sure what happened. Like, did I do so? Like, if it didn't work so out, that's awkward. fine, but... Well, and, like, how much money could he possibly owe him? It's not enough that you would be, like, needing to, like, ghost multiple people and burn a bunch of bridges. Like, Well, I'll tell you, I remember this aspect of it. So after all that happened and he just kept reading text message after text message, I literally texted him, like, okay, I guess I'll leave you alone now. And he read it and, like, never answered. Like, it was, like, so beyond rude. I'm sorry. I was furious. Like, I was literally, like, whatever happened with this person, you know you could actually talk to me, though, right? Like, I'm not that person. And I would literally fix it if I could. Like if someone did something fucked up and I connected you, I would want to fix it more than anyone. So like I was just so offended. It was a disaster. And that's a TLDR of why me and Nick Akato are no longer friends. It's really not dramatic. We're super over it. It's, well, I don't know if he's over it, but I'm over it. It's been like three years. So honestly, we're fine. No drama. That's the issue. TLDR. So basically what we've gathered here is that Nick really valued your friendship. <laughs> And uh, chose to not pay someone what couldn't have been more than a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> he didn't want to do that, but he would like to cut two people completely off and never speak to... Like, that just seems like so much extra work. Just yeah, there was like... Go away. Yeah, like, there was certain nuances, too, of him, like, using artwork that was done for free by people that I know that are artists. He just used it all and, like, ghosted this person. I was like, thanks for that. And, like, it was just, like, so dramatic and weird and awkward. I wonder, honestly, if that's something that he has done more than once. Honestly, I got the impression, especially when he was asking me about like, hey, do you know any managers? Like he did not know anything about like kind of the content creating world and was pretty lost. So like, I don't know if he knows more now because he's been experienced and, but he just is so disconnected too from like, like he's not a person that has a whole ton of influencer friends. No, well, he definitely like is that. not like in the YouTube community by any, no. it's not, not that they do them anymore, but I was gonna say, he's not in the YouTube rewind each year or something. No, I just think it's interesting that like 
is he that bad? Like, he he was that set on avoiding potential conflict with this person that you hooked him up with as a manager that he chose to ghost them, not pay them an amount that reasonably he could definitely pay because he's been getting shit tons of views for a long time now. Like if you don't want to sign the contract, fine. But the ghosting thing to me is so like immature. And I, I was honestly just like, dude, if you are going to ghost me, have the decency to turn your red receipts off. I'm literally calling you out for it in the, in real time. I'm like, Hey, I can see that you're reading my text messages. He reads oh that God, one so and doesn't answer. I'm like, are you kidding? <sighs> But yeah, well, and again, he's doing all of that just to avoid paying some money and saying, I don't want to work with you anymore. Like, Even if he hated them as a manager, he could have just easily told me that. I would have been like, okay. Like, exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's like you wouldn't have messaged them just because he didn't want to work with them. You were messaging them probably to get the money that was well owed. i wasn't like hey where's the money i literally was like hey like what's going on this is legs. <laughs> i literally was like hey like this person's telling me this like is everything okay is there anything i can do like what's going on you know but it's like you probably wouldn't have even been made aware of any like quote-unquote conflict if he had just said i don't want to work together anymore paid him out and went his separate ways yeah it was all weird i don't know people are definitely weird when money is involved and when business is involved and i think also when one of the those people as an influencer and then when you add in that it's nikocado avocado i guess there are some factors that could yeah. lead to a situation like this but it just seems so avoidable i just like <laughs> to keep my influencer friends to a bare minimum because the more you add the weirder shit gets that's just the truth you just keep the irrelevant ones <laughs> honestly they're the best <laughs> I'm just kidding. even though like from the rest of the people viewing that don't know him and me um i don't does he have people that watch him because they're just like i love his personality yeah really the thing is that I used to watch him because I loved his personality. I found him super entertaining. I found his like dialogue I guess more funny. Though, like at, at this point. Well, that's the thing. Once you start again, like clickbaiting domestic abuse and crazy shit like that, which honestly, when I met Orlin, like Orlin was so reserved and timid and just very sweet, very kind, like very low key. And I just actually cannot fucking fathom what they have become online. Like I'm like, what it's is happening? Just, it's insane. For the record, we just took a quick break and I need I needed to grab a beverage because I'm literally so fucking nervous like why are we talking about this well, right now so I, so I don't stressed. even I don't need this in my life I have children and a life and a husband I don't want to deal with this <laughs> I don't even remember where we left off but it, this damn podcast got me into <laughs> shit I knew it I knew it would but anyway it, I think all of it is kind of necessary it's definitely not necessary to say I'll be honest but it gives good context yeah I wanted to say it just because when we get into what we're about to get into which is his interactions with Caleb I feel like I have insight on him as an actual person we were not best friends we didn't live together nothing crazy <laughs> don't worry um but I do feel like okay I spent time with this person so I feel like I know. Oh, I remember what we were talking about before we, mm -hmm. we paused um, about Orlin. So his husband was an extremely timid, kind, low-key person when I met him. And then all of this crazy domestic abuse, like cosplay or whatever it is they're doing, is I'm actually like so shocked that they're doing that. It's like if me and Nassim started making videos like that, would you not just be like, what I, the fuck? I'd be mortified and I yeah, I wouldn't let that happen. <laughs> what would I you do? Log back just... into my YouTube? <laughs> yeah, probably. But like, 
I, I met him and they were both normal. He met my husband. They, like Nassim and Orland sat down and like they talked. Like this is weird but as that's fuck. the thing about like all of his content, including the fact that like this is not like a weight or body shaming anything. But like look at him when he started and look at him now. And he even says like he's actively trying to gain weight to a point where he is unhealthy and he's doing that for content. So he's willing to do literally anything for views at the expense of his personal health, his relationship, his reputation, his relationships with other people. Like I cannot fathom being that shameless. Yeah. Like it's insane. Well, and it is pretty shocking to me knowing him from the beginning. And it really isn't about weight gain because I would be as concerned if he had lost weight as rapidly as he's gained weight. Like I feel like in any direction, yeah, that's really scary and also unhealthy, period. Like it's unhealthy to gain or lose weight rapidly. The thing is you could troll all you want, but also like we see it. Like yeah. we can also yeah, that's see. That's the thing. It's like a, a physical change that's happening and that he like. Now he's talking about, th this really pissed me off, but like he's when. he's dying all the time. Yeah, but clickbaiting like disability and shit, that fucking pisses me well, off. Well, now he's like, he's saying he literally he's gets around in a scooter. No, he fucking doesn't. Like, no, he doesn't. First of all, just to put it into perspective, I don't know if people, like, would think this. He's tall as fuck. He's so much taller than me. He's, like, six, like, four. I always find that so interesting to learn how tall YouTubers are. People don't think I'm tall. Me Guys, either. I'm almost 5'11". And we're both pretty tall. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But the reason why I say that is because, like, as a tall person myself, we don't, like, when we gain weight, it's not as visible for a long time. Yeah, you have to gain because... a lot of weight for that to be... Yeah, because you're all stretched yeah. out. <laughs> like, There's you know, more for it whatever. to fill. I don't know if he's, like, been open about, like, what his weight is now and I'm not I don't even care I care about like the clickbaiting of the fucking disability don't say you're disabled you're not fucking disabled and if you do and if you are maybe just sit there and like be honest about it and talk about it in a way that's not your typical trolling talking like he's talking about it in the way that he was saying that he broke the house because he was so fat like that's not the way you talk about being disabled because there are actual people in this world Nikocado, that are disabled it's offensive for multiple reasons because one that and then two even if he he is disabled now. The fact that he got to that point is because he literally was trolling people for views, which like, yes, there has to be some other aspects, mental health stuff going on there. Like think of people that would do anything to not be disabled. And he literally like did it on purpose. Because I don't think there's, I mean, again, once abuse and stuff is on the roster, like Nothing was I off don't limits. think there's any shame. And that's for me personally, the whole thing that happened between him and I was when I stopped watching his content because I just couldn't without being sour as hell, like just in my heart. Um, but also had I not, I was a person that watched his videos and he knew that like I was a person that enjoyed his content and that makes me so sad because I'm like as someone who genuinely enjoyed your content for so many years you have become so shameless and so the thing that boggles my mind is that now he's with this Caleb guy and like you said people are like oh like Nick broke character at like 9.55 on the dot like oh my god he's like a real person and they're giving him all this sympathy and it's not that I don't think he deserves sympathy but like are we actually giving Giving praise for someone being a normal but like here's the person? thing i think people i think it catches people so off guard because they've been here's the thing is even with his weight like 
he was gaining weight for a while when it wasn't like concerning. Like it was noticeable, but it wasn't like yeah. him being like putting like breathing tubes and stuff in his thumbnails. Then <laughs> like it's got Christ. like I feel like there was a certain point where things just like really escalated from like he's trolling the internet to like he gives no fucks anymore and he's literally willing to do anything to himself and to his family to get clicks. And then now that I think people see him break character and they're like, oh my God, good. There is a real person there. He hasn't just completely lost it. And it's some kind of like yeah. verification that he is still in there. And maybe that's, I imagine people like you that were actually fans that one, probably sit here and watch him do the crazy shit he does and think, you don't have to do that. Like I, wa I wanted to watch you when you were just doing normal things. And it's so sad that 100%. he- 100%. A lot of people I don't think will think it's sad, but I like, I want to say it's sad that he thinks that he has to do all of that to get views. And I don't think that's in like, oh, I, I, I mean, I think that goes a lot deeper. Like something is wrong if you think you need to do that. And if you're okay with it. I was also someone that found his trolling to a certain extent pretty funny. Like I thought the whole eggs and hair clipping and the crying and all that shit, like I thought well, that was funny. when it doesn't feel like it's hurting anyone, then at least it's fine. Exactly. But it's like you're watching him hurt himself. Right. And there were certain red flags. Like he told me he can cry on the spot because when he listens to like uh, classical music, it fills him up with so much emotion that he just starts crying. Well, and honestly, that gives kind of Trisha Paytas vibes where I feel like Literally. And he was a huge yeah. fan of her. So it makes a lot of sense. But then... I know. He, I think he did take inspiration from Trisha, but like then went off the rails. Because Trisha is not... She was not all no, true. No, no, no. Like there's moments where you can see like a quote unquote real Trisha in there. He, I think, and again, why I think people have, I guess, reacted to the series being like, oh my God he broke character is because for so long it feels like he has just been this character that you're like what is happening <laughs> so yeah that's the basics on my um affiliation with nick Akato. and i really just want to reiterate i don't want like i can already see it now him crying over like 10 taco fucking supremes from taco bell <laughs> like just saying that i'm the worst oh and that might oh my god the thumbnails oh yeah no it's crazy um to that i say i have no interest in, in engaging in any of that i just wanted to preface because i do have a bias we talk about do we know them that's what we do on this channel for better or for worse so do we know them well no. and i think that was i think my idea going in <gasps> oh my god Oh, the thumbnails. Yeah, yeah no, the, no the, the, I, like this is out of control. My thought going into making this podcast, titling it that, was definitely for situations very much like these, where tons of people are talking about Nikocado Avocado, but very few of them, if any, have actually met him and have any kind of perspective of what he's like off camera. Right. So even if it's like in passing or you spent a day with them, I feel like it gives a unique perspective to hear from someone that has had that interaction with them as opposed to someone that only watches on the internet. As someone who's posed for thumbnails with him, I cannot fathom this fucking tucky thumbnail. <laughs> like, it's not funny. It's just so, like, you are wearing your CPAP machine. Okay, so the, the gist of it, prior to this, we already said Caleb had made commentary videos on Nick Okado. He flew him out. Yeah, flew him out. The whole works. You know, from the H3 situation, he says first class only. Um, So you already know. So then they did end up filming, I believe, one video for Nick Okado. You might as well give this to me now. Okay. <laughs> There's it's years in the making. Years in the making. There should be 55 $20 bills there. That's uh, uh, $1,100. I can't count that much. Okay. I don't know what's going on. 
It's like a video, like a Nikocado avocado video in literally real life. He's, oh. he's off-roading. Oh my God. I looked at the top comments here on this Spill Sush video. Honestly, seeing Nick break character here and acting like a normal person while having fun with Caleb makes me happy. They are a great duo and I would love to see them do a podcast together. This one says, honestly, I love... Oompaville. I, I just can't. I would love to know that history. Seriously. <laughs> and I understand why Nick chose to visit him instead of H3. Caleb treats him like a person and makes him comfortable. You could definitely see his silliness and internet character more with Caleb's editor. So the gist that I'm getting from people who actually watch Caleb, it's like, oh, like this was a real interaction and forced Nick to get out of his shell. And like me personally, just seeing that one clip of him being like, this is a Nick Akato avocado video in real life. I'm like, that's not what it was like when I hung out with him. I was not like oh my god nick is like on both on the camera and off like no, no i think he's he, off he when the camera's off. was performing a little more for this scenario i think he was probably trying to be on all the time but i think the times that he breaks character even i think there's a clip where it's like just them doing a like straightforward talking to camera video and caleb says something and nick like laughs and it's very much like not nick Akato avocado laughing it's like nick laughing kind of like i feel like he even says something he has like a deeper voice yeah but because he doesn't like I'm so confused I just I don't get it like I don't even know why people are shocked by this it's like it shouldn't be shocking to have him it's like he reacted to a joke but I guess it's that he like reacted to a joke in a way that they wouldn't normally see on his channel also that it takes it took the power away from Nick so it's he's not controlling what you're seeing and that's just a completely new perspective for people yeah, I guess. But the thing is, too, is like when him and I would collab, like on my channel, for instance, we'd just sit and talk. Like maybe like we would joke and whatever, but like we would literally just sit and talk. That's the thing. He was still kind of normal, though. Ugh, I don't know where the shift happened. Honestly, I guess I've been out of the loop for a long time, but I can't believe that people aren't. Not that I think that Oompaville or Caleb or whatever should be like necessarily demonized in any way. I just can't believe like, is there not criticism of like, hey, like this person is like, maybe you shouldn't be joking and like having him eat a billion Takis for $10,000 when like if I eat one bag of Takis, I will have explosive diarrhea for a week. Like imagine him. I feel him. like normally people probably would be, but when it's someone that is voluntarily doing all of this anyway, like why doesn't it, it matter? Well, he actually did a lot of mukbangs with what is her name? Fuck, I don't remember her name, but she she is morbidly obese and like really struggling with her health. And it's like dangerous, you know, like it's she really is not like in the position to be like doing mukbangs where it's like a bunch of food and you're just, you know, whatever. And he would do them with her all the time. He even funneled ice cream into like her mouth, like through a beer funnel, like a milkshake. (sighs) Jesus Christ. And it's like, it's, it's like, where does any of this, like, how is any of this allowed? I'm just so confused. Like, it's all so fucked. I guess it's not even just that he's like, Caleb is like collabing with him. It's that he's literally paying him to do it. But at the same time, it's like, did Nick maybe even come up with that idea? Well, that's what I was saying in the beginning that I didn't believe that he got paid because like, I just wouldn't Think. But now that I'm actually talking about everything in the journey like that would. he's gone on, yeah, it, it really does actually seem like he would. And I just don't. And it totally makes sense to me that Caleb would pay him because, again, I'm look, pull up Caleb's channel. Let's. I'm sure he's gotten oh a ton of vi- views, absurd yep. amounts of views. It's probably paid for itself five times already. How and count how many there are. Uh, they did um, five, no, four videos, three. Three videos together. Oh, I actually thought there was eight, more. nine, ten. Okay, so in total, we're talking about eleven million oh, views. They have done yeah. Quite if well. you're talking eleven million views, all monetized, presumably that's like 
almost like 100k or something. I'd need a calculator, but it is a yeah, hefty it's hun- Like it's literally up there towards the $100,000 region. Not to mention these went up two weeks ago. Yeah. So there's still time. I will say, I mean, the ramen one uh, is a little bit like him, like looking like he's almost just passed out in the ramen or I don't know what that is, is a little not tasteful, but it's nowhere near as bad as Nikocado's own thumbnails of himself. So like, that's fine. Oh my God. Wait, that's funny. Yeah. The blue talkies. Yeah. It's not, no, it's not. Even. No, if it was his, I would totally get on his ass about that. Well, yeah. So go to Nick's and see how many views those have. Okay. Look at, oh my God. Oh my, oh my God. Oh <laughs> my God. I, it's so uncomfortable to look at. I have to say, I've never been one to really watch mukbangs. That's not really my jam. But um, I get so pissed off at the thumbnails because they make the food look so much better than it ever looks in the video and so much cheesier specifically. Here's the thing is the series itself is not like, we don't need to dissect what they did in it. It's more of just like, I think it's more interesting to just talk about why people are suddenly like giving him a pass and being like, oh, look, he's breaking character. Fucking finally. (laughs) This fucking pisses me off. I wasn't allowed to post this mukbang and the thumbnail is like Orlin going to hit him. Dude, is this the same Orlin I met? I'm tripping out. I'm like, Literally like, what the fuck? And then both posing with their CPAPs. Also, how many breakup videos? Because he's said that in a million titles, I feel like. Like there has to be at least 15 breakup videos. The people that actually watch him are like, no, you don't have to do all of this to yourself. Oh my God, I just keep looking at the thumbnails. Can you zoom into the one that I wasn't allowed to post this mukbang? Mukbang, oh, or sorry, the other one right above it. <laughs> They're both titled the same thing. Look at his face is he a like a horror movie zombie like i don't understand what's going on i'm so uncomfortable and uh, clearly they didn't break up there are a lot of people who don't care what other people think like genuinely they're just like well i'm just doing my thing like let's say in his head he's like i'm just playing a character but for me per i mean i like hyper care about what people think so i i know i'm not maybe the best person to speak on this but i can't imagine like doing this crazy shit with my husband let's say then just turning off the camera and being like okay babe what do you want for dinner or like <laughs> you want to go to the park it has to be some sort of mind fuck because like even if you're doing it as an act like at a certain point like you know how it's like if you repeat a lie enough then you start to believe it it's like if they act like that enough on camera I have to imagine that's going to like seep into or other issues are going to seep into their actual lives. It used to be all fun and games. You know, you're trolling about simple things, funny things, just talking about how basically you're like, I don't know if you remember, but like he got bit by a sloth. Like he had a pet sloth in Colombia and it bit him. But he's like also terrified. He lived in Colombia. He's like a super <laughs> big, um, what's that called? Like he's terrified of like healthcare or going to the doctor in any way. Seriously? Yeah. So like when he got bit by the sloth, he was just like, best. I mean, I'm not even, my brain went off the sloth and I'm like, and he's literally doing like, he's like eating himself to death, essentially, and also hates doctors. Like, I think it used to be funny. It's not funny. It hasn't been funny for a long time. To the people that like still watch him, literally, I'm not like no hate or anything. Comment down below why you still watch him because as someone who was like, used to be a fan of what he used to be, what is entertaining now? Do you just watch the regular mukbangs? Because I know he still does them. Like he still does some regular ones where he's just talking and chill. I get why people would want to watch those, but like, how do you put aside the other ones? Like, how do you compartmentalize it? But also, wait, but even those... Like when he's talking and chill, what is he talking about? Oh, he talks about like fucking everything. Like that 
guy can talk and talk and talk. He's entertaining. He really is. Is he talking about like TV shows or like his personal? Like everything. He can't talk about his personal life. Is oh he? yeah, he's talked about his person. I don't know if he still does, but he used to talk about everything about his personal life. Well, just because it feels like it wouldn't line up though, then with all of the like fake clickbaity. I don't get it. Like, I don't. I, I really haven't been a part of his universe for a long time to like even know. But I want to know from people who are still watching him. I feel like. At this point, I wouldn't want to watch despite everything. Let's say there was no domestic abuse, click clickbaiting and like crazy triggering shit. But like just I would feel like kind of responsible for the journey that he's on right now. Like and it's not yeah. just about weight. It's about like his behavior as well. I as a viewer would be like, e, I don't want to contribute to that at all. But I want to hear from other people. Like what what's your thought process and also specifically i feel like his content normally not necessarily this little one-off collab series right situation right. with caleb because i feel like that people absolutely even if they're not normal viewers would tune into just to be like oh we get to see nikocado maybe outside of his normal environment and outside of his comfort zone to see what's really going on right. because that's i think a question people have been asking for a while well, now I am thoroughly feeling like I want to throw up and felt like I shared too much and I want to delete all of this in editing. So we'll see how much actually makes it to, to your eyeballs. Um, it's just like me through the entire story. Like, I just want to say I have no ill will towards Nikocado at all. I was just sharing, do we know them? Yes. And that's my history with him. Just for context. Uh, why don't, why, why, why is this my life? We wish him the yes. best. I hope that he figures out I don't really know what's wrong or what's happening with him. And it just seems very apparent that there's something. So I hope that he can identify what that is and stop posting these thumbnails that are going to haunt my dreams for the rest of eternity. <laughs> you mean zombie like talking mouth or whatever? Literally scarier than any horror movie I've seen in the last decade. And Nick, if you are watching, um, <laughs> please. Please don't make a video. I'm too stressed out already. Jesse didn't mean any of it. No, I really, I didn't. No, I was just going to say that um, we wish you the best and we think you're very entertaining, but you don't have to do everything you do. People will watch you. Yeah. And it, even if it wasn't as many people, it'd be worth it for integrity purposes. And if you would have answered my text message, we'd still be friends today and I would tell you that to your face. But alas. Anyway, let's move on to the next topic. Goodbye. Okay, next we were gonna touch on Ruby from Eight Passengers, but honestly, there's not too many specifics there. It's kind of just that she's not talking to her family and she's part of that weird connections Facebook group <laughs> that I still, the fact that it's spelled with an X really just screams porn site to me. But <laughs> teach their own. Uh, live your truth. But um, instead, we are going to talk about Julia Fox, who has very quickly gone from being like the most memed person and made fun of person on the internet to the most loved person on the internet. Welcome to the internet. <laughs> it's a fucking roller coaster. It's very big. Uh, just her character arc has been fascinating to watch. Yeah. So basically, um, Julia Fox, if you don't know who she is, she was in Anka Jams. Prior to that, is she, is she an actress? So she started off from my very very little research as a dominatrix she has spoken about that on her tiktok <laughs> and then she did a whole bunch of shit i mean she's done like modeling acting she's just i was gonna say back up i don't entirely know what that means oh. to be honest what do you mean you don't like was she like a 
prostitute <laughs> that specialized in dominatrix kind of like... I, I well I don't know the specifics on that if I ever meet her yep. I'll definitely ask her but I think she got just it. got okay. paid to like demean men which is like amazing <laughs> it seems like a good gig honestly um yeah some people men and women have some kinks that they want someone to dominate them and you could facilitate that and from what i hear a lot of times that does not involve sex like it could just be oh like a oh, it sounds like a great gig. oh i've seen people on tiktok like they'll have men coming to their house like bent over with money saying like please please here like take money and they're like shut up and give oh me my that God. i'm really not trying to kink shame but i just that is the strangest oh i thought you were gonna to be me. like i want to do that <laughs> oh my god no no like why would you want to be humiliated because i'm actually now you didn't watch euphoria but that's actually a storyline oh. that one of the girls does webcam stuff and the guy like just wants her to make fun of him and insult his tiny dick and stuff and i'm like i don't get it i don't either due to the fact that like i lay awake most nights thinking about conversations I had three years ago that just didn't go exactly how I wanted them to in my head. Therefore, like, if I were to give someone a thousand dollars to call me, like, I don't know, a saggy tit bitch or something. Someone could compliment you and you'd, like, misinterpret it to be like, oh, maybe they meant it as an insult. Like, could you imagine asking for it? Yeah, it's pretty intense. But you know what? Live your truth. Um, But... Julia has done a lot of things. She's been in the industry a long time, from what I understand. So if you click this first one, uh, I came across it, and it just very much uh, plays into what I was saying about Nick Akato earlier. Right uh. after this ad. <laughs> I realized that if, that people needed to think that I was crazy, and that was like how they weren't going to f*** with me. And then I don't know when I actually became crazy. It was like, I'm going to pretend to be crazy, and then it just... <sighs> That's what I feel like happened with Nick. <laughs> Honestly, well, because I feel like you can only pretend to be crazy for so long. That's and then exactly no, but so that was an irrelevant clip. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> so TLDR, she started as apparently a dominatrix, then was an actress slash model. Mm-hmm. Has been in generally the entertainment industry for a while. I honestly don't think anyone really knew who she was. Like she definitely was not a household name before um, Uncut Gems, <laughs> and that put her on the map, but not in a good way. Because the whole reason that went viral is because she has a very distinct and very pronounced vocal fry. (laughs) And that not only uh, makes her not sound like the most intelligent person, but also just made that clip the best thing that has ever existed on the internet. Was the Uncut Gems meme before, Mm -hmm. after, or during Kanye? So I think Uncut Gems, she was with Kanye. And then she starts getting photographed with him and they're like all in denim and stuff. And (laughs) honestly, I think she says they were only together like a week or so. After that, she went on the Call Her Daddy podcast. And that was when I think Alex Cooper asks her, were you like, were you Kanye's muse? And she says, maybe a little. Oh my <laughs> and then God, she's like, so what good. is a muse? And then she describes what a muse is by saying, Uncut would you, because everyone's like, would you consider yourself Ye's muse? Yeah, a little. What is a muse? I mean, I was Josh Safdie's muse when he wrote Uncut Jazz. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like things like right. that. They were presumably still together during exactly. that Exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because then she's asking like oh you Kanye's muse so everyone's kind of writing her off as this dumb bitch that thinks that she's Kanye's next muse when everyone's like no he's trying to get over Kim but in recent days she has really embraced just a stream of consciousness kind of style on her TikTok where she's just 
saying things and a lot of the things she's saying she's saying a lot of truth well yeah and she doesn't really have a filter and she talks like if you're on a facetime with her which is obviously super appealing to people mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but also before so in between unka gems and her stream of consciousness tiktoks there was another sound that went viral on tiktok where she's like yeah i did it myself and you always have that strong eye makeup is that you or do you have a makeup artist who does that for you? i actually did it myself yeah. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, and I didn't that, know that one. Yeah, and that one gave a more endearing. It felt like she kind of knew what she was doing at that point. Oh, and like, wait. Actually, that was it was about her eye makeup. Yes. When she's like, yes, I did it, it myself. Carpet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that like transitioned her into like people like, oh, she's like self-aware. She's doing it on purpose type of thing. But still, I think they thought she was like, we're writing her off as not being anything special and that she was just kind of like trying to be memed almost because then also she is seen in the most ridiculous outfits you've ever seen. And it was all after Uncut Gems that then that one went viral. Another one, I think from that same carpet went viral where it's her talking about writing her novel and how it's going to be a masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to do? That's your dream project? Oh my God, my book, of course. Tell me, tell me, yeah. Tell me about the book. Well, I don't want to give too much of it away because I'm very superstitious, so I don't I don't like to speak of things before they're finished. Um, but it's um, so far a masterpiece, if I do say so myself. I think she started embracing it, but uh, most people saw that, and like it could go one of two ways. When you embrace a meme, either you get people nothing you, and they're like, I don't want to ever see you again, or they pull the Debbie Ryan, and it's like, oh my god, vibes, I love that. So I think she did that. But I think that there was like two stages because I think when she started having these other like these other TikTok sounds go viral aka just her other quotes yeah people started to be like oh, okay I see what she's doing then they see her like outrageous outfits that she gets photographed in just she'll be like getting groceries in like jeans that are almost showing her vagina <laughs> I think yeah. I even tweeted a while ago that I was like I wish that I was as dedicated to any cause as Julia Fox is to just being the weirdest person ever <laughs> because she just really commits also Kanye uh, can I just say he like touts himself as like this genius I mean in everything but like especially in fashion and half his outfits I'm like that shit looks ugly as hell. It's also I mean, interesting. says the girl in the TJ Maxx knit sweater that he would probably vomit if he ever saw. But like, you know what I'm saying? And his easy shoes are ugly. Those like clog ones. I've never really got his whole aesthetic, but you know, I, I'm wearing a sweatshirt from Target. So he literally told Kim that like she was done for because she like picked an outfit herself that he didn't pick out. And he's like, that oh is God, so ridiculous. Like, yeah, he like tried to dictate her Instagram. Anyway, not important. <laughs> anyway, so then I think there was another phase, though, more recently where it went from like, oh, she's like in on the meme and she's kind of like trolling everyone almost to now with these TikToks, people are like, oh, she's smart. <laughs> Which to me, I'm like, I feel like it's so um, outdated Paris Hilton, Jessica Simpson type shit where it's like, I don't know. Everyone just thinks that like anyone with a vocal fry is dumb. Exactly. I was like, like it's, it's a, a vocal fry. 100%. I think it's the cat, the Valley Girl accent coupled with her dating Kanye right after Kim gave kind of clout chasery vibes. So it was like, oh, yeah, who's yeah, yeah. this Hollywood model, whatever. So everyone wrote her off. 
but then slowly started to accept her and they're like, oh, she's kind of funny, actually. She very much so became someone who has no filter. And in the celebrity world, that's pretty rare, especially anyone that knows the Kardashians. Like people love to be like, oh, yeah, the Kardashians are so real and they're like so unfiltered. No, they're very filtered. Like they don't like, say but shit. But everyone around them has signed up five NDAs. <laughs> Literally. So to have a celebrity, which she is, even though if you may not have known her before, Anka Jams or whatever the fucking case is, she is a celebrity and she's dated celebrities and she's a part of that world. Um, I feel like it's really interesting to see someone with such little filter in that well, world. And it's, it's funny because I think the reason she has such little filter is because how she came to be known by like the masses, at least in the last yeah. year, because everyone's just made fun of her. So it's like, what does she have to look like? Most people, it's like, I don't want to say I think stupid, it's a character. So thing, they're though. filtering it. But like she... I think she had nowhere to go but up. And then I think it happened to be a good situation for her in particular that she is intelligent and relatable despite being like amongst celebrities. So her having no filter gives you this kind of access to a celebrity yeah. life, but from the perspective of someone that doesn't feel like they would be living a celebrity life. Yeah, and she's also proven to be very woke, if you will. So she's really progressive, really Really, one would say liberal. I don't know what her political stance is. She's very pro-female. Yeah, I, very pro-female, <laughs> very anti-misogynist, which one would hope, but you know, in the world we live in. Doesn't sound radical, but I guess it is. Actually, a good example of this would be click on the aging is fully in one. This one, I think it highlights her being woke feminist, if you will, but then also like it's all just coded in her kind of self-aware humor. I, mm -hmm. I do really appreciate it. Just so you guys know, Aging is fully in, like fully. Dirty girl, ugly, um, not wearing clothes that fit your body type, just fully just wearing anything you want. All those things are in. And if I see another product that says anti-aging on the label, I'm suing. I'm going to sue. I'm going to sue because I'm going to age regardless of if I put that fucking $500 serum on my face and you all fucking know it and we know it so let's stop lying to ourselves. Getting old is fucking hot. Okay? It is sexy. It is probably the sexiest time in life actually because being being pretty and, and hot in your 20s is the fucking trenches. Okay? And I'm not going back there. Oh my God. So I love this for so many reasons, but I think it's a perfect, this one in particular is a good representation, I think, of why she has gained a newfound appreciation. She gives the most genuine older sister vibes. Imagine like when you're in like middle school and like you have a crush on a boy and you're, I'm not speaking from experience because my sister did not do this, but um, <laughs> this older sister kind of comes in and gives you advice and kind of teases you and makes fun of you a little and like makes you kind of like, oh, you're embarrassing, but like also like, you appreciate it and it's funny. I didn't really like fall so much for like she's funny and she's cool and stuff, but like I wasn't so much like, oh my God, Julia Fox until I, well, and I'm still really not, but like I started appreciating her when I started seeing her responses to comments. So like she reads her comments and then in this particular topic, people were like, you're in your th early thirties. Like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like aging yeah. is in, you like look 
young and hot like what do you you know and she responded and like had a pretty insightful I don't remember exactly what she said but like she responded to the people and I actually really like that I think she, she's very good at communicating exactly and she like also is just funny like I think she's funny she said that like she bleaches her brows because it keeps men away and like stuff like that and I'm like that's fucking funny That's, like I just think it is the the common theme in a lot of these is that she already has put her time in like trying to please men and like kind of submitting to the patriarchy and like doing all the Ironically, shit she had to she do. just had a kid though well, I think that's her whole thing, though, is she's like, okay, I had my kid. I did my duty. Now leave me alone, oh. men. She says that yeah. she, like, doesn't like sex, that she doesn't want... Like, she's just very, like, things that you wouldn't expect to hear, I think, a hot model say. She's just like, fuck men, fuck everyone, like, do whatever you want. And she's just very shameless about all of it. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that's what people love and appreciate. But then I wouldn't say the tides turned but i will say once something catches a spark on tiktok my god it's like fire in no time and out of nowhere people started calling her out like i started seeing comments of people being like oh you're so like pro-woman and like anti-misogynist but you dated a man who fucking was berating his ex-wife and harassing her online and also is an anti-Semite and also is a list of other things and you're so woke. Like that was like out of nowhere that became the like thing. And then in true Julia Vox fashion, she responded, <laughs> she responded to those responded. comments in a very intellectual sounding way. Also, wait before you play this. This is gonna be, it's a almost a three minute video. I love that Julia Fox has not really said anything publicly about Kanye West at all, despite all of the shit that has gone down over the last few weeks. And that she dated him a while ago. And then out of nowhere, this bitch drops this three minute TikTok and just says everything more than the average celebrity would have even revealed in like a tell-all interview and stuff. She just like says it all and it's just like, here you go. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's amazing. Wow. Okay, since I was just gonna write about it in my book and then have y'all buy it, but I'll just tell you guys for free. First of all, the man, sorry, the man was being normal around me. And not only that, but Kim Kardashian, the Kardashians, when I had a fashion line 10 years ago, they actually bought She's our clothes so many and lives. sold them in her in their stores. So I've always had like, you know, like a, a love for Kim, especially. And like even Courtney, especially like all of them pretty much. But no, like the big three, Chloe, Kim, Courtney, those are my girls. By the time me and him got together, it was like he hadn't been doing anything, you know, like out there yet. He the only thing he had done was change the name in the song and said, like, come back to me, Kimberly. That was, like, really the only thing when we met. But I remember just being, like, oh, I don't... He was texting me. I, like, wasn't really answering. I was, like, I don't really want to, like, talk up with a celebrity again. Like, if nothing... You know what I mean? Nothing ever comes of it. It's, like, they're kind of boring. Like, they're not what you think they're going to be like. But he kept going and going. And he was, like, you have bad text etiquette. And then I was, like, oh, my God, Kanye's yelling at me. Like, what do I do? Then I had this thought. And I was, like, oh, my God, maybe... I can get him off of Kim's, off Kim's case. I think this is funny because this is where a lot of people are like, yeah, right. Like you were doing it for Kim. It could be total bullshit. She could just be talking out of her ass. But I honestly don't doubt it. Like from everything else she has said in the last like few months and how she's portrayed herself, that kind of does feel like a weird thing that she would do. <laughs> I have to say, I am in the camp that I don't believe that. 
when I first heard it, like my heart was just like, that's bullshit. Like, I don't know. Like, I just thought like you wanted to date a guy to get him off of a person's back that you admire. Like, what are you, some weird dating vigilante? Like, that doesn't even make any sense. But the, here's the thing is I, first of all, if anyone else said it, I would immediately be like, bullshit. With her, I kind of take everything she says she, with a grain of yeah, salt. She's a, she's a strange pickle. Yeah, she kind of seems like she's living in her own reality that's a, a, a bit off from ours. But that's kind of the reason why I feel like if anyone would do it, I would think Julia Fox would. Like maybe I can distract him, like just get him to like me. And I knew I was like, if anyone can do it, it's me. Because when I set my mind to something, I do it. And I will say that that month that we spent together, he wasn't on Twitter, first of all. He wasn't on any forms of social media. He didn't even talk about his relationship. We only really talked about clothes and like weird ideas and plans for the future and our hopes and dreams for childhood and education. And like, it was really beautiful, guys. The moment he started tweeting, I was out. And that's the thing. It's like the media reported on our relationship ending like a week after it happened or something. So during that week, I think you guys all thought we were together, but we weren't. I'd already been like, dude, I'm not going to stick around for this shit. And also I realized pretty quickly that he wasn't going to take my help. I was like, I want to help him. I want to help him. I sounded almost as dumb as you guys saying that I should have done something to stop him from saying like, what? But anyway, I was delusional. I thought I could help him anyway. It didn't work. And now we're here. But that being said, really deeply respect the man as an artist. I don't want to shit on that. I don't want to reduce his whole career to his really bad moments, you know. But that being said, I stand with the Jewish community. I'm not about to like head up Julia Fox's cult for her or anything. I just think she's hilarious. She is. She's funny. She's charismatic. I think I believe 99.9% .9 of that TikTok. I just don't believe that she was trying to save Kim Kardashian. I think it's more her even her follow-up when she's like, if anyone could do that, it's me. I'm like, the yeah. I feel like it was, I could see that being like a weird little challenge in her head that she's like. Then there's another TikTok. Oh yeah, she follows it up with. The funniest thing about this whole thing is that if women really didn't date men that upheld patriarchal values or um, didn't date men that were misogynistic or had problematic views or did problematic things in the past or had said problematic things in the past there would be no men left to date sweetheart like so don't get mad at me for doing what men trained me to do which is to overlook the bad stuff and focus on the good and believe it or not, there are a lot of really good things about Kanye West. And if you don't think so, you're probably fucking racist. <laughs> and I say that while also acknowledging that the things that he has done and said are really, really messed up. But I can't point the finger, point the finger at him and say that he's the reason that our world is so fucked up because that's white people. See, that's the thing is she has a very, I think what I appreciate is that it's, she has a very like uh, level-headed view on life, I think. Yeah, and she also really does not talk like millions of people are watching. It's kind of alarming. But that's why it's so intriguing. Not me like earlier in this episode having a panic attack because of I'm mentioning how I know Nikocado Avocado and she's just here like, that's the reason why I'm like, there's no way that she can be lying because if she was lying, like, Kanye West goes off on Instagram if the wind blows the wrong way. Like, he would easily well, just call her But also, out. like, what would he... She didn't say anything bad, so, like, what would she be lying about? Well, she mentioned the Jewish thing and stuff. 
I feel like that's I feel like her tone was that of one that's like kind of negative. Oh, well, no, no, no. But she's saying like, like he didn't do any of the outrageous stuff that he's been like, quote unquote, canceled for the last few months when he was with her. And that as soon as he started doing weird shit that she dipped and then that's kind of a bad thing to say about someone that's like as soon as he started. So like, I feel like that would piss him off. I, is it? I, I would break up I with mean, someone if they gets started. Mad at nothing. It's not like they were in like this long term relationship that she needed to like stay by his side while he figured out his mental health stuff. I think she was just like, oh, never mind, bye. Yeah, that's it, right? That's yeah, no. So it's so random. I, I think one of the craziest parts though is again that she just drops all of that in a TikTok when, as you mentioned earlier, people don't talk about the Kardashians and Kanye. Like that's something yeah. that wouldn't have even been like in an interview. Like, people just don't discuss their problems or interactions or fallouts or anything with that family. And then she's here on TikTok talking about it like it's... She literally could care less. Like, high school drama. <laughs> she's just... It's so funny. I mean, I enjoy when she comes up on my For You page. I will continue to definitely... Uh, consume her content i think she's funny i think she's charismatic and honestly i I think it's hilarious that she loves the kardashians but then she doesn't realize that by doing this she's like exiled forever from the kardashians okay last quick little thing before we depart i guess there is a bit of a try guys update i haven't totally been following i'm not gonna lie because uh, until Ned says something, I feel like nothing's that interesting. But um, apparently people are freaking out because Alex updated her Instagram bio. Alex is the former Try Guys. Well, we assume now former Try Guys employee that Ned was cheating with. And she updated her bio. It used to say associate producer for Try Guys. And now it just doesn't say anything. A lot of people think that this means apparently she has left, which I mean, yeah. I would have taken my bio out the day all that shit happened, honestly. Right? I'm surprised it took that long. Could you imagine, like, if she did go in or, like, had to, like, go gather, maybe she had stuff, had to go gather her belongings, like, at her workspace, that all I can picture is, you know, that TikTok sound where it's like, hey, 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 how y'all doing? And I just picture her walking in that playing and everyone there being like death staring her like literally nothing she left at that office is valuable enough no. to go through. No, the I pain don't think she'll ever make a return. But they basically, as we know, they were editing Ned out of the videos um, before the news broke. And that's actually what kind of triggered people into breaking the news like on Reddit. And yeah. um, now they've gotten creative with that editing. And essentially, instead of Ned, it's an elephant They've edited an, a big-ass elephant over Ned's face. And they had, uh, what's her name? Uh, Rosanna Pans... Rosanna Pansino? Rosanna Pansino. God, I'm so bad with names. Nerdy Nummies. Yes, Nerdy Nummies. She was like a judge for this competition. And they actually made her either come over like again and refilm because she calls oh, she did, like, Ned Elephant. Shut up. Yeah, like she calls him elephant. Wait, I, okay. That is actually kind of funny and pretty petty and I want to see it. I didn't realize that they were they still had content that he was in. I know. Literally, how many fucking videos did they film? I know. I'm like, wow, they filmed really far in advance. What's that like? Pop-Tart! Oh my god. The dough left us wanting more. We wanted a little bit more flavor. The oh my god. So I'm sorry, elephant. Your Pop-Tart has 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 made it to fourth place <laughs> oh 
like it's really ridiculous. Where, where did they get the? Uh, I'm like thinking graphic wise. Where did they get that? Like, what is going on? And How why did is they it pink? That I have so many questions. Yeah, but I, I my main question is why is it pink? I think it's great because you can tell how much they're enjoying being petty about it. <laughs> I think it's funny. I say let them have their fun. Whatever. I just it's. So like, okay, yeah, we get it. Try guys are being shady and like Alex took it out of her butt. I don't know. I guess to me, like everyone was talking about it. So like we talk about it because that's what we do on the show. We talk about what people are talking about, but I don't really get it. Not going to lie. I feel like it's just another one of those stories that it's like we covered so much of it that we might as well give the occasional update once in a while. Yeah, that's true. And actually, I appreciated and enjoyed this more than I thought I would. So (laughs) thank you. Anyway, so yeah, that's pretty much it for today's episode. And... Yeah. I have no further thoughts on any of the matter. Yeah. No, I was just thinking, um, this is our last episode of November. And do you know what that means? No. Our next episode will be in December. <gasps> oh. <laughs> which means we're going to have Christmas graphics. I'm very excited. Can you tell? Oh, yeah. That's true. The entire month of December. Well, not just Christmas. Like, snow stuff. Like, just, Holiday. Yeah. Holiday. That's the word. Love that. And I just yeah. love... Like, I already... Bitch, like a week ago, I decorated the candy canes outside my house. I've got my uh, joy to the world little sign. Like I am living my best life. Christmas is everything. I love Christmas so much. Same, same. That's the thing is, I think I'm I'm not really, I feel like I don't have the energy to decorate in my actual life slash then I just leave it up the entire year. But so I think that doing the graphics for the show will be my uh, substitute of how I decorate yes. this year. Love that. Um, so we will see you in December. And yeah, thank you guys so much. And see you on Sunday. Bye. Bye. Bye.